Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Gio and Joey. Joey, how are you doing today? Better than I deserve. Amen, brother. Amen. So tell us what we're going to be doing. I know you have a video for us that you want us to react to. Give us a little bit about the video and we'll dive right in. Yeah, so this video is something I saw a little while back and I just found it really interesting. It should be noted, the person that's speaking is a pastor and kind of evangelist, Jonathan Kahn. Gio and I, obviously, we don't agree with a lot of his views on prophecy and different things, but I think it has things worthy of discussion. And I think the points he made here about kind of what's going on in the spiritual realm, kind of behind the scenes of everyday news events, I thought it was, was interesting and worth discussing. Okay, without further ado, let's dive into this clip. Was Tucker Carlson removed by the spirits? Was there another realm, a mystery behind his firing? This is Jonathan Kahn. Last time I opened up the mystery behind the shooter at the Nashville Christian School. I told you of the secret behind the name of the shooter that connected her to the Bible's description of the demoniac, the demon-possessed man who brought terror and danger. I told you of the mystery of the numbers involved in the shooting that connected with a satanic number. Well, first of all, let me stop the video right there for a second i read this guy's book years ago called the harbinger where he talks about 9 11 and all that somebody gave it to me not a person of my faith i think they were actually roman catholic and his wife was a mormon what an odd combination it's a, yeah it's an interesting combination <laughs> Well, what I don't like about this guy is that he is has a Gnostic view of things, right? I have the secret knowledge. I have the yeah. secret numbers. I have this. And that kind of just puts me off from the start. But nevertheless, we're going to finish the video. I was just going to say one point on that, too. The Bible actually says it's a godless and perverse generation that seeks a sign. And so I think sometimes... And again, we're going to get into this, and there's a little bit that I think is useful that he says, but I just, to validate what you're saying, I don't think it's a healthy, it promotes a healthy ethic to always be looking for kind of the secret thing. And But I will say, everything behind the scenes has to be a secret. I think we sometimes can run into obfuscating the pr prophecy as it's written in the book. And so that's just going with what you said. I think that's a danger we should guard against. Yeah, no doubt. Let's get back to the video. Well, I found out more. That has to do with a name she chose to mark the killings by that go back to an ancient god, actually a fallen angel, a demon. I'll open that up in the next posting. And wait till I tell you what happened after we posted that video. But in this video, I want to get into what happened to Tucker Carlson because it's all connected. To understand what I'm about to tell you, you need to understand the foundation that I open up in The Return of the Gods, the book I just wrote. First, behind the gods of the pagan world are spirits. In Hebrew, they're called the Shedim. In Greek, they're called the Daimonia. We get the word demon. Second, Jesus gave the parable about a man who's delivered from a demonic spirit, but the spirit goes back into the man with seven other spirits, and the man is repossessed and more so than before. The warning for America and Western civilization is this any nation any culture any civilization that has been cleansed delivered of such things as in the spirits by the power of god the word the gospel jesus if it should ever turn away from god empty itself of god it will not remain empty i just wanted to stop the video there for a second and 
I wanted to actually just draw on a point I saw in a headline recently about child sacrifice in North America. Feeding the gods. <laughs> Hundreds of skulls reveal massive scale of human sacrifice in Aztec capital. And what's interesting there and what Khan was alluding to, right, so recently Tucker Carlson gave a speech to the Heritage Foundation, and one of the things he pointed out is he's like, Listen, I understand the argument for abortions, this terrible thing, but women are in hard places, right? Single teenagers, whatever it is. I understand the argument, but he's, but if you're telling me abortion is an affirmative good, right? That's another thing altogether. That's child sacrifice. And Tucker made the point that every civilization ever has engaged in child sacrifice, not just, and obviously it happened here in North America with like the Mesoamericans, like the Incas, the Aztecs. But it happened in throughout Europe, right? Pre-Christian Europe, right? We saw it in every society. And I feel like sometimes in our day and age, we don't talk about it in that way. We don't talk about it in spiritual terms. Who is it that delights in the death of children? It's not God. So mm -hmm. I just, that was just something I thought I'd bring up. You see it in Scripture as well, where God is complaining of the fact that even the Israelites got into child sacrifices when they were sacrificing their kids to Moloch. And so this is something we see in society. And a lot of people try to say that it is, oh, that is backwards people and people who aren't civilized. Well, since Roe v. Wade passed, luckily, praise God, it's been overturned, but 60 million children were aborted that is equivalent to child sacrifice that's exactly what it is and so that headline and if you look at the headline again i think we'll put it in the show notes it says feeding the gods hundreds of skulls reveal massive scale of human sacrifice and if you go to the article we're not going to watch the video but there's a three-minute video there where they show a whole altar made of skulls that were of people who were sacrificed to appease the gods. It's sad. We're cast out of it, we'll come back into it. The ancient spirits, the gods will return to repossess the culture. And that's exactly what's happening to America. That's exactly what's happening to the West. As it's been... You know, something he points out here about if the demon leaves and you don't fill it with godliness, the demons will come back. And I think we have a Bible verse to that that we'll share with the audience. But I wanted to point out is that in several videos that we've done, videos on Aleister Crowley, videos on Romans, where we address this, we even did a video about the return of the gods, which is society is not being replaced by secular thought is re being replaced by pagan thought so in that aspect if you don't have god you're leaving yourself up for demonic possession and that's what roman one is basically about emptying itself of god the spirits the gods the demonic powers have returned and they are repossessing our culture in the book Identify three primary ancient gods or spirits that are actually now repossessing our culture, even our children. The Dark Trinity. The first is called the Possessor. The second is called the Enchantress. The third is called the Destroyer. The first, the Possessor, turns a nation that has known God away from God, from a Judeo-Christian nation into a pagan one. It's happening. The second, the Enchantress, seduces a culture through the realm of sexuality. She sexualizes a culture. She destroys marriage. It's happening. 
The third, the destroyer, causes parents to kill their children. It's happening. Over 64 million children in America killed before they take their first breath. And I open up the mystery. And look, I understand the point he's trying to make, but none of it is biblical. Now, the things that are happening are, are have been prophesied, but the three names he gave out, none of that is biblical. Revelation chapter 13 does talk about a threefold union, or at least the book of Revelation. The first beast, the second beast, and spiritualism, the spirit of demons going around. I agree with the number three, but not the names he gave. Any thoughts on that? One of the points that I think he's making, I'm not going to say anything about those specific names, mm -hmm. but there's an idea, right, and I tend to agree with this. So in other words, we look at history, take secular historians, they look at history and they say, oh, the Greeks and their silly fairy tale gods, or the Roman pantheon of silly fairy tale gods, or the Native Americans. And listen, I actually believe that there was a power behind the god, the gods that pagan societies worshipped. It wasn't God. It wasn't the creator God. But what we know from scripture is that there's a controversy going on between good and evil. And there's God who created everything. But there's the, the created being, the first, who was the first angel, Lucifer. His tail took one third of the stars of heaven. We call them demons. They do have a kind of power. Now, they don't have control us in the sense that we still have free will. But when we open up doors, when we play with the occult, right, when we even just stop acknowledging God, right, we open little doors in our lives to let them have a foothold. And so I think that's why it's important to obviously individually stay close to God. But I think it's a good point to make that society, and you made this point as well, society has not just gone secular. But these spirits, those same gods, the demons that manifested themselves maybe as Zeus in the past, or as Athena, or as the great spirit of the plains, more what we call primitive people, they were just people. But you know how we look at it from our vantage point, those were demons. And as society became more Christian, and I think it's undoubted that we were a Christian society in that the majority of people were Christian. Not that the state was a church in America anyway. So I think it's just it's interesting to note that as we've become more secular, we're seeing the same things that those old gods re required of the Greeks and the Native Americans and the pre-Christian Scandinavians or the Celts or whatever. Gender confusion was always a huge thing in a lot of those kind of pagan rituals. We're seeing that come back. So I think... There is demonic activity in society today. The Bible alludes to it. And obviously the book of Revelation, we mentioned it in a previous episode when we spoke about death, that it is imperative that we understand that we're not fighting against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities. So on that aspect, he's right. I just know that the he's wrong knowledge. yeah the secret knowledge and that he's wrong on the specifics even though he has the general battle that's happening correct of the enchantress another one she has another side the return of the gods i put in the ancient inscriptions that reveal that she bends the lines of gender turns a man into a woman a woman into a man she takes possession of a culture it's happening 
She would cause men to parade in the city streets dressed up as women. She would especially possess a culture for one month, the month of June or Tamos. And she's linked to the sign of the rainbow. Well, it's all happening. What does this have to do with the removal of Tucker Carlson? Tucker Carlson was the most popular personality in Fox News, and yet they fired him. Why? Some said because he spoke some things against his bosses. It's a common thing to happen. Others said he aired some things that his bosses at Fox weren't comfortable with. One of the most interesting reasons was given that of Rupert Murdoch, owner of Fox, that he was recently engaged to an evangelical Christian woman. He had her and Tucker Carlson for dinner, and when his fiance spoke and read from the Bible and spoke of Carlson as a prophetic voice, Murdoch was not happy. And that he's not comfortable with spirituality on Fox News or getting into various issues of the culture. And not long after he broke off his engagement to that woman, he fired Tucker Carlson. Beyond those reasons, there is something bigger and deeper and darker at work. In The Return of the Gods, I wrote about what happens when the gods or spirits return to a culture, a nation. At first, you start hearing about tolerance, do your own thing. It's, it's just a strategy for the spirits to open the door of a Judeo-Christian civilization, get in the door. But once they get in the door, once they start gaining power in the culture, then a change begins to take place. We move from a culture of toleration to a culture of cancellation. That's what always happens when the gods, the spirits take over a culture. It's every knee shall bow to the new gods. Every tongue will confess to the, to the new religion, the ideology, the wokeism. And if you don't, the spirits will come after you. They'll seek to marginalize you, vilify you, deplatform you, cancel you, silence you, eliminate you. Well, that's been the case throughout biblical history. Christians, even in the Old Testament, New Testament, believers in God have always been a source of attack, either overt war or Solomon with all his wives that brought in the pagan rituals that led him to apostatize. And that's why the Bible tells us that the devil's like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And so that's why we always have to be cognizant of truth and pursue truth at all costs. And the truth as we know it, the truth that gives us the best backdrop of what's happening in this world is found in the Word of God. And one other thing I just wanted to, I wanted to note here as well is obviously we're talking about where we disagree, obviously, with Jonathan. And the other thing I want to point out is something that Tucker said, actually, in that speech that Khan is referring to. Listen, man, I'm telling you, you need to pray for this country as an Episcopalian. I'm coming from the lowest theological vantage point. I think a lot of people who haven't necessarily taken the Bible seriously, who haven't, maybe they're Christian nominally, but they don't really take it seriously, or maybe they're atheists or agnostic, they're looking at the world and they're seeing things aren't quite normal. Maybe they're like Jonathan, they're going down conspiracy holes, or like Tucker, they're like, Listen, I don't know what's going on, but it seems like it's a spiritual warfare. And I think that's a good opportunity for people to present people with the Bible and what the Bible actually teaches, because I think what they're starting to see is the reality of the spiritual war that we're at. I couldn't agree more because as we, according to scripture, as we get closer to the last days, the spirit of grace will be withdrawing even more. And people are going to take sides. It's what we call a shaking or, a, or yeah, a shaking where 
you're either with me or against me, Christ says. And people are going to draw that line based on truth. They may not know biblical truth, but you can smell when something is not right. And I just pray that people will have the moral fortitude to go after the truth, even if it's something they may not understand, but they know it to be true. Israel in the times of Ahab and Jezebel, it's happening now. The Return of the Gods, I reveal how the specific gods of the Dark Trinity seek to silence, cancel those who stand in their way. Who stands in their way? In the section I called The War of the Gods, I wrote that the fury of the gods would, quote, fall first on all those who upheld the ways of God. The Christians, those who follow God's word. That's why they're targeting true Christians. That's why they're targeting the Bible, seeking to marginalize them, vilify them, silence them, so the Nashville shooting. But not only Christians, the book says, and this is what I'm quoting from the book. Conservatives would also be targeted. The reason was simple. Conservatives sought to conserve the gods or the spirits seek to overturn. Tucker Carlson stood in their way. He became the most prominent conservative voice of America's national media against their agenda. And if you've noticed in more recent days, he's been getting deeper. More and more, he's saying that behind what's happening in America is something spiritual. That's what the book reveals so according to the mystery he's going to be the target of the spirits the entities recently he gave a speech at the heritage foundation and we went even further in unmasking the gods or the spirits he basically said the forces that are taking over america and the conflict we're all in isn't natural it's spiritual he said none of this makes sense this is a quote in conventional political terms what you're watching is not a political movement it's evil he said I'll put it in non-political or rather non-specific theological terms. In the Return of the Gods, I speak of the connection between abortion and the destroyer God, who ordained child sacrifice, now is possessing our culture. Well, listen to what Tucker Carlson said in that speech. He said this, quote, but if you're telling me that abortion is a positive good, what are you saying? Well, you're arguing for child sacrifice, unquote. Child sacrifice. That was to the gods. Yeah, that's a point I made earlier. Abortion is one of the greatest evils that has permeated society. And even when they did human child sacrifice, it's just another form of abortion, whether the child is outside the womb or inside the womb. Nevertheless, it is abortion. Connecting it to the gods, he's exposing them. In the book, I wrote about how the ancient child sacrifice were done to obtain material or financial gain. Well, listen to what Tucker Carlson said. He said, quote, when the Treasury Secretary stands up and says, you know what you can do to help the economy? Get an abortion. Well, that's like an Aztec principle. Actually, that's not a there's not a society in history that didn't practice human sacrifice. Not one. I checked even the Scandinavians. I'm ashamed to say it wasn't just the Mesoamericans. It was everybody. So that's what it is. Well, what's the point of child sacrifice? Well, there's no policy. This is still Tucker talking. There's no policy gold entwined with that. No, that's a theological phenomenon. He was exposing a dark principality, one of the three of the dark trinity. But he didn't just do that. He went further. He said, the, this is the other of the dark trinity. Well, in our video of Aleister Crowley, he was into child sacrifice. And people say, oh, that was symbolic language. Look, he was heavily into the occult, and if you don't believe us, just watch those videos. You can find it on our YouTube channel. But child sacrifice, the innocence of children. And what did Christ say in Scripture? They woe unto you if you hurt one of these little ones. Now, people 
say that's somebody young in the faith, but it also has a dual application of the fact that it's a little one. You hurt an innocent child and you deserve everything you got coming to you. Just think about how ghoulish it is, though, what the Treasury Secretary said, Janet Yellen. If you want to help the economy, if you want to boost GDP a little bit, like, I'm all for free market. So talk about capitalism with no morals. Let's improve the economy. Let's get an abortion. But we see that. What is one of the first things that happened after Roe versus Wade? A lot of these big companies, what did they say? They said, oh, we'll offer to pay for our employees to get an abortion. Well, why? Is it because, well, one, Swami talks about that in his in his book, Woke Inc., right? We talked about how a lot of these capitalist enterprises, these big companies, they'll virtue signal, not because they care about the issue, but because they want to get points from the leftist mob. So that, and they just want to make more money. So that's part of it. But also, I think it goes deeper. In other words, if you're a capitalist and all you care about is making money, and again, I'm all for free markets and capitalism rightly ordered, but that's all you care about is making money. Well, guess what? A woman is worth a lot more to you as a worker unencumbered by maternal, from their perspective, maternal annoyances. So in other words, and that, that's terrible because that's the best thing a person can do is to have, bring children in the world. But again, if all you're worried about is the money, if money is your God, then you'll sacrifice children to that God. And that's why Jesus said you can't serve money or God. You got to choose one. And here in the Gio and Joey show, we're definitely choosing God. The goddess who transitioned the gender of her followers, even surgically mutilating them. So Tucker exposed her as well. He said he spoke of the agenda to surgically alter sexuality and gender. And he said if people say, well, let's castrate the next generation, let's sexually mutilate children. I'm sorry, that's not a political debate. That's nothing to do with politics, unquote. In other words, he's saying it is spiritual. There is a spirituality behind it, a dark force. He was exposing the force, the entity, and that is the Enchantress. That's two of the three of the Dark Trinity. And by implication, when he spoke of the... So I just want to correct him. The Dark Force, yes, we talked about those pagan gods, but those pagan gods aren't real. The Dark Force is Lucifer, it's Satan, it's the enemy, the adversary, who walks around as a roaring lion. And so that's where, while well, he's getting to a true, true war, his Gnosticism is, I think, diluting the true point that it's, listen, we know who the adversary is ultimately. The spirits that were behind Zeus and that were behind the other gods of the Aztecs, whatever, those were demons. Those are fallen angels, created beings, and ultimately the father of lies, uh, Lucifer himself. There are only two powers, and only one power is going to win, and that's the power of Jesus Christ. And so the other power is Lucifer, and he has opposed. And one day we'll do a show on free will and why God allows so much suffering and why God allows this battle to continue to go on now for thousands of years. But going back to the video, there's only one power, and his name is Satan. And the reason he attacks Christianity is because Christianity teaches about the true God, Jesus Christ. Oppression and cancel culture, he's speaking of the other one, the possessor. And he said this, quote, those are manifestations of some larger force acting upon us. To totally offend the gods at the end, he said this, 
I've concluded it might be worth taking just 10 minutes out of your busy schedule to say a prayer for the future, and I hope you will. He called for prayer. Those were his last words. Now, there's one thing he didn't get right. He said that he was unlike those who suffered consequences for expressing their viewpoints. He said he was paid to express his. He said, I face no penalty. Well, he did, because the battle was not natural, it was spiritual. He spoke against the spirits, the gods, he spoke against them. One of the inscriptions from the ancient Mesopotamian uh, tablets regarding the goddess says this, and I put it in the book, she says, she cuts to pieces him who shows no respect to her. She cuts to pieces. And another place I put in this quote of the goddess from her inscription. She says, since they showed me no respect, since they did not put their noses to the ground for me, I will personally fill the mountain range with my terror. She's threatening them. The gods, the ancient spirits would come after Tucker Carlson. This is what I wrote in the same chapter. Anyone who refuses to pay her homage, anyone refusing to go along with her altering of sexuality, marriage and gender, would suffer the unleashing of her fury. She would vilify them, portray them as haters. She would incite the culture against them, seek to deprive them of their livelihood, like their job, their speech and their freedom. Well, so it happened. It happened to Tucker Carlson. And it wasn't natural. It wasn't about Fox. It was about the spirits he was exposing coming after him. He gave the speech, which more than any other, revealed the demonic forces at work in our culture. His was the most prominent voice exposing them. So they had to take him down. When did he give the speech? On May 21st, Friday. When was Tucker Carlson's last day on the air? May 21st, Friday, the same exact day that he exposed the gods, the spirits, he was taken down. It was not natural. I wrote this in the book. As for those who defied their dominion and would not bow their knee, the gods would pass the same judgment on them, think Tucker Carlson, as they had on those who resisted them in ancient times. There would be no room for them in the dominion of the gods. And so it happened. You know, I can't help but this sounds like an infomercial for his book. I'm not <laughs> not opposed for him to try to hawk his book, but I think he refers to it too too much. Just make your point and move on. Yeah, Nevertheless, exactly. there's some valid, right? We we are in a spiritual warfare, but I don't know. After hearing his book so many times, it sounds like an infomercial. Yeah, the thing I would say to, the, to those listening is if you see the spiritual war, like you don't need... You don't need to follow some guy who's got some secret information. In other words, what I want to validate it, right? There is a spiritual war going on. But I'll tell you, there's one book, one book you need to un to unmask. And it's not some secret knowledge, but yeah, it's, you just got it right there. It's the Bible. Go to the Word of God. God... Right, God says right in his scripture that all scripture is given for inspiration, for reproof, for instruction in righteousness. And yes, there's prophecy in the Bible. And what I would say to Pastor Khan and maybe to any of his followers is this. is If you want to talk about prophecy, stick to what's actually in the word. There's plenty there and let's study that. We don't need to go off all these rabbit holes. Point out the spiritual warfare. Point out that there's stuff happening in the background. But ground it to the word of God. No doubt, because the Bible tells us that prophecy is not just revealed to the very few. It is confirmed by many. And his book or his vibe gives me, especially when I read The Harbinger, is that he is the possessor of all this secret knowledge. 
No, the Bible's open to all of us. And one of my favorite things I like to say, the Bible's the only book in which the author of the Bible is present with you if you invite him in, the Holy Spirit. Jesus is alive forevermore. And so the Spirit can help you guide. The author is with you if we allow it. There's two minutes left on this video. Let's watch it through and see what other points we can draw from. Now, the following Monday morning, I heard what Tucker had said in the speech regarding the exposing of the spirits. I was on a plane about to take off. I emailed my publisher and said, we have to get the return of the gods into Tucker Carlson's hands. This is what he's dealing with. It was Monday morning. When I got the email back from my publisher, it said Tucker Carlson just got fired. I saw the announcements of his firing within the very hour that I was led to get the return of the gods into his hands. I told you it's real. It's real. The spirits are back. The gods are back and they're after you. If you're a human being, they want to destroy you. I would say to that, the spirits never left. They've been around. Satan has been around since before humanity. And he's been, he calls Adam and Eve to fall. He causes everybody who goes contrary to the word of God. It is his enticement. And so the gods are not back. It's more obvious, but they've been around way to be safe protected is to be born again saved now if you're a follower of god they're after you they want to silence you they want you to shut up that's why i wrote the book to expose them and what they're planning to do and to prepare and arm god's people they want you to be silent but do not be silent stand speak be bold shine the light because god is stronger than the gods and how about doing what Tucker Carlson asked in his last words, pray 10 minutes a day for the future, for America, for the world, for revival. If you haven't gotten the copy, your copy of The Return of the Gods, it's literally everywhere. You can get it online, Amazon, everywhere. But in the next post, I'm gonna share with you the shocking revelation that I found out about the shooting at the Christian school. And wait till you hear the supernatural happening that took place after we posted the video. Until next time, this is Jonathan Kahn. Stay strong. Yeah. And did you notice, too, where he talks about, I have some secret knowledge of the shooting in Tennessee. They haven't even released a manifesto unless you have something that we don't know. Um, it's not exactly a secret why the trans shooter targeted in school. Yeah, it's obviously anti-Christian bias. So thank you to our listeners for listening to this episode. Joey, summarize what we just talked about and wrap us up before we head on out. Obviously, we're in a spiritual war. And I think, see those signs around you. Go back to your Bible. Don't find, like, even us. You watch us. That's fine. We like that. But test everything we say by the Word of God. Go to the Bible for yourself. You don't. We don't need to hawk our podcast. You don't, we don't need to hawk some preacher's book. We can go to the book that God himself gave his church. And so I think that's what I would say to everybody. Is like, you're not crazy for seeing a spiritual warfare, but go to the Bible. Only the Bible, that's what we need today. Yep, the Bible's our primary source, sola scriptura. Obviously, you can glean information, but test everything by the word. Until next time, have a great day. Bye-bye.